Boys, it's tuner season. Another tuner and patch was just announced today. And it's for tomorrow at 5 a.m. So today's episode of Short Side Wristers, we're going to discuss that. Here we go again. So let's quickly go over the tuner first. All right, guys, I'm going to read it verbatim from the EA discussion article that came out uh, detailing what it is. So it is going live at 2 a.m. Pacific Time, 5 a.m. Eastern Time tomorrow morning. So... The tuner notes, they turned down the top level ability for speed, acceleration, and agility when backskating with the puck. So for everyone who can't stand the backskating, calls it ballerina, it's not hockey, you should all be stoked because if someone holds the backskate with the puck for an extended period of time, they will no longer be able to coast into your zone and actually make moves, they'll slow right up. And just there won't be available. You won't be able to do it for an extended period of time. You can still do the half spins and whatnot, but you have to time them, which makes it a little bit more complicated. So again, the better players at it probably won't be as affected. They might start it later, but they won't be able to do it starting it from the the you know the neutral zone line all the way through the blue line in into front of the net while while skating backwards. That just won't happen. So that's fantastic. Uh, as far as the competitive side goes, that sucks yet again. We have a very, very big esports tournament that's happening this weekend, and all the competitors now have to basically relearn how to play the game. So uh, I wish they could get on the same page with that, but here we are. So from a casual standpoint, or someone who isn't, you know, in the you know, higher end part of the game, uh, this is fantastic. Um, as far as uh, actual gameplay, this should have been how it was from the beginning, though. It sucks that we haven't keep having to make these changes, but at least they're showing interest in keeping the game and listening to everyone because now, again, people can't just backskate in where, uh, where it was just kind of overpowered. Overall, this will help address the issue we have seen the community raise regarding backskating with the puck being overpowered, especially when entering the offensive zone. Exactly true. This, the, this value is in between what the penalties were for backskating with the puck in previous NHL titles and what they were with no penalties. The change will be subtle, but should help prevent the effectiveness of backskating with the puck. Uh, again, I agree. This is, a, this is a great change. Backskating without the puck will be unaffected by these changes. So when you're playing defense and whatnot, you're doing the manual backskater vision control in the defensive zone. That's going to stay the same, which is, which is great um, because, again, it should be when you have the puck. Added improvements to face-off tuning to fix potential rare edge cases that were being reported around face-off counters not working reliably at times. This I've noticed since the last tuner to be an insane problem where you do the counter and you lose the draw anyways. Um, so I know it says rare edge cases, but um, there was quite a few, and this is a, a great fix. Uh, there's been too many times I've lost draws um, when I've been doing the counter. Fix an issue introduced in Tuner 1.02 regarding AI penalty frequency in offline modes. Penalties from the AI offline using this tuner will now be the same as they are in Tuners 1.0 and 1.01. So that's offline oriented. So a good fix. Uh, again, let me discuss quickly between the you know the hardcore professional esports players and the rest of us. Essentially, uh, it's real bad for that portion of the community again having these players have to learn relearn basically how they play at the highest level moments before a tournament happens it's just um it sucks because uh this is going to be a long rant and i don't know if i should do it in this podcast or save it for another one but nhl is a niche game um it's a niche sport 
when you compare the other sports, it's just not nearly as big and it doesn't have nearly the fan base. However, they're just as passionate at the top end as they are in other sports. So with that being said, the way you introduce and get more eyes on the game is growing your esports view. I know I've seen some comments recently complaining about my coverage of esports, and I don't care. Um, my content, I'm never going to make uh, just solely and sell out for views. Okay, what I talk about are my 100% my opinions, and um, that's why I do this. If you have your own opinion, leave in the comment section. I do read them all, uh, or make your own podcast. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to how they're handling esports currently, it's almost as if EA is ignoring it entirely. You have the NHL running these events, which is awesome and better than it's been in years um, because there's actually an esports scene. However, just it seems like the EA is, isn't even aware that it's happening, which is just so odd to me because, again, if you look in the Twitch directory, let, let's take the Twitch directory for, as a perfect example. You get five, 600 views on the Winnipeg Jets stream, which was done very well, and you had Regs playing Mivians, two very good top-end players that had five great games over the weekend, whereas at almost any time during the day, the max viewership for the NHL community is like 250 to 300. So it's just... It's just kind of mind-boggling that they that they aren't really showing support to that side of things because now again you're going to have players that have you know mastered the way they play and they've had to change four times in the last six weeks. It's completely unfair to them. But again, for the rest of us, which is you know 99% of the community, uh, this change is perfect. Um, this is what we needed. We needed to style the back skating. Uh, what I do think it will introduce is less of a skill gap, which is sad to see. But again, uh, it's an NHL video game. Hockey is the hardest sports video game to mimic and create because of how motion capture is. Um, and you just you, there's not as many ways to create um, offenses you're going to have to do with passing and deking and things like that. And uh, backscan just isn't going to be that effective. I think in this, I think in the offensive zone, um, where if you if you do half spins and things like that in the in the um, in the offensive zone, I think you're gonna be fine. But if you rely on it to to gain zone entry, you're gonna be in uh, you're gonna be in a rough spot for the first little while till you adjust. So um, I'll go into that in detail in another podcast, I think. But for today, uh, that was just I just wanted to bring that up. So uh, sidetracked a little bit. Let's talk about the patch. Okay, so this is coming out tomorrow as well. Patch one point five. This is big for Hut guys. Patch one point five five is adding in the highly requested addition of the ability to have a win based competitive season slash hut champions leaderboard. Also included in patch one point five five is the previously mentioned fix for the network's performance screen and the some and some gameplay improvements relating to goalies tracking the puck and players behind the net and improved blends from deking into quick shots. That's a lot, so we're gonna break it down. Uh, also, please note, while Tuner 1.04 will be bringing in some changes to a player's speed, acceleration, and agility when backskating with the puck, there will be no other changes made to skating. So please, guys, if you say that they've ruined skating, they didn't. It is only a, It's all in your head. It is only impacting when you have the puck skating backwards. That's all this Tuner is touching as far as skating, okay? Because I know I'm going to, I swear to God, at 6 p.m. tomorrow on my Twitter, it's going to be nothing but they ruined skating. What the hell are they doing? And I swear, I promise you guys, they did not touch skating, only with the puck. So for Hockey Ultimate Team in this patch, uh, adding in a new leaderboard functionality to have hut champions and comp seasons scoring also being win-based. So win-based competitors rank Win, sorry, win-based comp competitions will rank players by the number of wins with round points used as the tiebreaker. 
So if you can play 25 games in HUD champs, you go 25 and 0. You're going to be in first place unless other people went 25 and 0. And in that point, it's going to be whoever had the highest rank or highest amount of points, like it is currently. Uh, Point-based competitions will continue to rank users by round points. So when there is point-based competitions, there'll be there'll be it'll it'll say what one is which. But point-based competitions will continue to use what they have now. So it looks like for hut champs. We're 100% going to the win-based one, um, but they also state here that point-based competitions will will also be in the game, but I don't know what that's for, whether it be specific ones, and they're testing it out for the NHL 20, um, but Hut Champs does look to be going to a win, uh, win-based win rank. Uh, remove the ability to see the opponent's team name and information during the loading screen. The screen will show your network connection and the Hut logo now. <sighs> this is... Big pros and cons to this. One, you can't win trade. If you don't know who you're loading in against, you really can't see, you can't have win trading. So at the top end of HUT, this is great because it stops all that crap and garbage from just loser players win trading for like cards when they're just not earning them. I can't stand anyone that's not earning it. Um, but that also means that guys that are top end players, they're going to have to grind games. Like You're going to have players that have 20 wins and five losses, let's say, in Hut Champs that maybe aren't all that great, but because they played so many games, that makes it tough. But, I mean, if you really want those cards, like, you got to think that, guys, that, like, Hut Champs cards are, there's only, like, there's only five top-end ones, right? Like, five each week, and they're obviously added in more now with the lesser rankings, but, like, those cards should be rare. Rare is, like, super rare and hard to acquire, so... Uh, I mean, it's tough because now you're forced to play, but I think Hut Champs, you should have to play quite a bit. It does suck for some guys, but um, I, I don't think this is a bad change. Honestly, I really don't, um, in my own my own opinion. Um, the fact that you can't see who you're playing also uh, means you can't back out and run. So if, you know, if you're a member of the community, I'm going to use Hazy Hype because everyone listening to this is pretty in tune with the NHL. Um, now they can't run. Hazy Hype is famous for knowing everyone in the community and backing out against anyone that he knows. So now he can't do that, so he's going to have to play some biggies. And honestly, the only way you're going to get better is if you actually have to play the biggies. So um, I think I think that's a good change. So With the addition of win-based leaderboards, we will be able to use them in any hut comp season mode while still maintaining the functionality of being able to do points-based events. We wanted to maintain the points-based events functionality as there are certain season structures, i.e. Hut Champion Qualifier. So Hut Champs Qualifier is still going to run the exact same way. That way you don't have to play like seven games to get in. That make a lot more sense to do in point-based competitions as opposed to win-based. That's a great change. I that, that makes perfect sense. Additionally, we have removed the ability to see your opponent's team name and information during the loading screen as we have received complaints from a lot of players that opponents would back out against them if they recognize their name, making it harder for them to find a game. You will still be able to see the connection bar as you enter the game. Again, guys, like I said, uh, it's it's it sucks for guys that are top end players or not even like not even like Gren or you know the main the huge famous ones now for professional NHL. Okay. Even guys like, I'm going to use PSN for an example, guys like Game Time or Henny, like top-end hut players that just are very, very good at hockey ultimate team. Um, it Not being able to find a game would be so frustrating for the top players. Now, I am not one of the top players, so it, but I'm taking it, I can see their point of view. Having to spend three hours to play two games because no one will actually play you, 
um, is pretty garbage, especially when it's win-based. Imagine it's win-based and you could still see your names. You would never play anyone you would know. So doing those changes in tandem works perfectly, in my opinion. It's also going to force the biggies to play each other, which is great. I think that that's a fantastic idea. Uh, online. Fixed an issue where the network performance screen was showing a user's ping rate as half of what it truly was. E.g., a 20 ping rate showed up on the screen as 10. This is purely a visual fix and will not affect your online experience. It will now show correctly on the screen. So when you're feeling like you're playing in mud, but it was showing like a 15 ping, it's, uh, it's going to show you the correct one. That's a great change. Here are some big ones, okay? Gameplay. Improved how goalies track puck and player motion behind the net. Improved how goalies react to wraparound attempts behind the net. Improved blends from deking into quick shots to make the timing more realistic. Improved motion into backhand toe drag in some contests. Identified and fixed a bug where a player skating backwards with the puck wasn't properly accepting the with the puck penalties to speed, acceleration, and agility. Alongside the bug fix, we've also done some tuning changes to reduce the impact of what the original values were supposed to be. So let's break this one down a little bit because it is pretty big. If you've watched again at the higher end competition of NHL, you know that there is a kind of an exploit you can do uh, to do a wrap glitch behind the net. Now, anytime they remove a glitch, I'm all right with it. Uh, I will say this. It was extremely difficult to pull off, and it did kind of create the skills, the uh, skill gap amongst top-end players because it, it also stopped the skill zone. Um, if you skill zone, you are putting almost all of your players in front of the net, and the backhand made you have to not or had to make you actually attack behind the net and kind of play for that. Um, and it was a good way to beat someone who was skill zoning because, again, when you're skill zoning, you're not behind your net at all. You're just all in front of your net, and the backhand glitch wrap was an easy way to uh, to do that. But, again, it was very difficult to do. It'll be interesting to see um, if this helps your goalie coming off the post. So if you hold the backhand and skate all the way around and you're on your backhand, come out in front, the goalie will come off the post a little bit, and you can just turn around and do a forehand right into a wide-open net. I'm interested to see if something like that is taken out uh, with this because, again, it's it's this is impacting how goalies are going to play with players behind the net. Um, improved blends from deking into quick shots to make the timing more realistic. Uh, this is referring to doing a deke and being able to get a shot off quickly. Uh, this should make toe drags and things like that better. Uh, I, d I would have to test it in-game to see what this is actually going to fix. And then, obviously, the uh, penalties and whatnot to skating backwards with the puck for a long time. You're no longer going to accelerate or keep your speed. You're going to decrease in speed and to the point where you're just basically standing still, which, again, great change in my, uh, in my opinion. And then, lastly, it says the gameplay changes made will ad help address some of the key areas we've seen complaints about. Backskating with the puck, wraparound goals, and the shovel shot style goals. These are the only changes made in patch 1.55. So the shovel shot was basically holding backhand and then um, skating into the slot and firing at top shelf. Uh, again, it wasn't something very common, but again, these are all goals that were the result of making the goaltender react a certain way, which is a glitch goal. Shorthand, short side wristers are not glitch goals. Um, either are you know D to D one timers things like that. Those aren't glitch goals. Glitch goals are things that you can you do um, because it's a computer simulation. It's black and white. You can do something with your stick or skating to get the goalie to react the way you want. And these are all things that are going to help with stuff like that. Now again, I get this impacts the high end players, but for the casual player blades, this is all great. My one concern: 
This is really eliminating the skill gap among players, and this is going to allow skill zoning to be a lot more beneficial, as um, basically you've got, you can just pack five players in front of the net now with the bat, with, with the, um, Backskating into the zone not being a thing, you're going to have more players back. Uh, you're not going to get beat a lot with backskating in the zone, so you can't do the deeks, you know, the half spins in. It's also going to mean that you are behind the net. You don't really have to worry if someone gets down behind your net. So it's a big worry right now is that it's just going to be a lot of skill zoning, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today for Short Side Wristers. I'm No Sleeves 12. Leave a comment. Um, I want to discuss, I want to get a big discussion going with this. So leave a comment. If you like the content, please subscribe and like the video. I do appreciate it. You guys stay sweet.